This week ahead brings Lion's Gate on the same day as the new moon in Leo. So I'm sorry, baby doll, no more playing small or retreating back to what's comfortable. You are being asked to stand up, stand tall in your true authentic power and own all of who you are and be proud of that. All right. Are we feeling it? Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Hello, and welcome back to Cosmic Rx Radio. I am your host, Maddie Murphy. I'm your cosmic consultant. I'm here. I'm at your service. I'm a Virgo. I live to serve and spill the tea on what's going on with the planets in the cosmos, how we can make sense of it all so you down here on earth can align with your highest and hottest self. If you're new here, we do two episodes a week. On Mondays, we have an interview with a cosmic change maker or a cosmic coaching session to tackle and explore a topic or a theme for your self-empowerment journey through the Zodiac. But this here, what you've stumbled upon, welcome, welcome. You found something weird. This is a energy report. It's like your weather report, but for astrology. We also talk a little bit about the news, we do a recap what happened last week in astrology and how it affects everything here on earth. We talk about the moon because we love her. And we talk about your emotional weather report, how the moon helps guide your emotional self and your self-care and your nurturing of your inner world. And then we just talk about some of the bigger planetary transits in just super digestible, accessible lingo that I hope you all feel comfortable with. Because like, there's stuff happening in case we haven't noticed. It's been wild. So before I talk about all of that, I'm very excited for today's episode. I'm a little like, I feel very chill. I just meditated and did like a crazy guided journey. And so I'm like a little like zenned out. Normally I like to come in hot with some caffeinated energy. My Mars in Sag, but I'm just, I'm feeling a little like dreamy right now. So before we get into all the things I'm excited to talk about, housekeeping, my Virgo announcements. We did pick a winner for cancer season to win the one-on-one free reading with me. I haven't heard back from them and I'd like to live a little grace period in case people don't check their DMs, which is like good for them. They're not on Instagrams all the time. And if you're wondering, hey, how can I win a one-on-one reading with you? Leave a rating and a review for the podcast on Apple, iTunes. Make sure that you include your Instagram handle and that way we can come find you and DM you. We randomly go through and pick one winner per Zodiac season. It's been so much fun to connect with some of you listeners who are from all over the globe and like so fascinating. Oh my God, the people listening to this are doing such freaking cool things in the world and you're all a hoot and you crack me up. 
So yeah, leave that, subscribe, do the things, the things that you know us podcasters are going to ask you to do. Slap that rating and review down, smash that subscribe button, share this with a friend, with a cosmic baddie or a witchy wise one that you feel like will appreciate this. I'm feeling like so loopy from this meditation. I swear. I think about that. Was that, who said Salvador Dali? I don't do drugs. I am drugs. That's how my Pisces moon feels when I do like meditations. I'm like, whoa, hello, goodbye. Okay. So other exciting announcement. Oh, this is an exciting one. Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready to get a juicy treat? We have been, we relaunched our online courses through Kajabi, which we love Kajabi. Thank you to them. We have our uh, Real Self Love 21 Day Audio course. That's like the Cosmic Wellness 101, the fundamentals, the foundational wisdom that really changed my life and helped me understand what self-love actually is and what it looks like beyond just like pretty Instagram and Pinterest quotes. And we have our magic of you, our self-guided astrology course, where I walk you through your birth chart and just teach you the main three areas of life, yourself, your relationships, and your purpose and your higher calling in the world. We take you through that and we do a pretty deep dive, but I try and keep it very accessible. Again, fun. You know the things. I, I like to keep it punchy around here. That plus our 2021 webinar is on Kajabi. We have an authentic manifesting course. It's fun. It's like my, it's like the classics. It's my hits. It's the stuff that I talk about all the time, especially this 2021 webinar. It's been wild to me to now be in August. August, first week of August, and the 2021 webinar is on. It's hitting those marks. It is slapping. It's like, yes, everything we talked about has been happening right on cue. So including the uh, social restrictions again, once Jupiter moved into Aquarius, which I'm going to talk about. But anyway, I digress. Why am I talking about Kajabi? The courses are there, but we are doing a flash sale, a flashy sale through the weekend, starting for Lionsgate, 8-8, the new moon, this like epic heart healing portal, huge day uh, in spiritual community, 8-8 is like, we, we live for it. It's like a New Year's energy, but for your heart. So we're going to do 40% off of all of our courses. We don't really do sales that much. We definitely offer scholarship for our live courses and we do our community enrollment four times a year, but this is our first like really big sale. We just want to get this information out and make this accessible. And you know, people who want to learn and want to understand more about themselves and the world, we're like, yes, you are our people. So you can use the code Lionsgate, all one word for 40% off of all courses on Kajabi starting on the 6th and then ending at midnight Eastern Standard Time on 8-8. Enjoy that. We're also going to be having a, a flash sale and some goodies and giveaways with some of our retail merch. We have these amazing like infused, crystal infused sprays that are good for cleaning your spaces, energy clearing. We have a love and beauty spray for your altar, for your part of your skincare routine. And we're doing a free crystal with purchase. So you know, that, that's it. This is, this is hashtag marketing. We are doing it. <laughs> Anybody who's known me and Audrey, we've had our business for a few years. And the first few years, we're like, we're, we just want to like hang out with people and like 
care what they're interested in, like moon, tarot, crystals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were just like, people are like, what do you guys do? I don't get it. You like talk about magic? And we're like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's been really fun to build out, yeah, these courses and these products and to build our community out. And, you know, if you love this podcast and you love what we do here, our Cosmic Rx ritual every week, check out, see if there's something on the website that you want to support us. We really appreciate it. We have like some of our courses are like $11 and 40% off of that. You do the math. That's pretty cheap. But we do a happy dance every time someone buys something from us and it helps just keep this thing going, my baddies. Okay, that's it. Those are my announcements. 40% off, Lionsgate weekend only. This is like how people do Labor Day weekend sales. We do Lionsgate weekend sales because that's how we roll. So before we get into the astrology for the upcoming week, we love to look back and sort of review what happened last week. How did it mirror the astrology? And oh boy, I didn't take a ton of notes on like a ton of different news articles because there was just one. There was one glaringly big fat with a target on it story and you know couldn't really see much past that. But if any of you have been listening to the podcast or you're in my community or you've had a reading with me, you've heard me say to the point, like, I feel like I'm just a broken record. I said from May 13th to July 28th, we were going to get a sneak peek for 2022 for some of the healing and some of the creativity and some of the blessings and openness we'd experience. But, you know, it's not going to be set in stone yet. It's going to be a glimpse and then we need to go back and figure out some things and take accountability and live with responsibility and sort of figure out what we need to do to get ready for that, for those larger blessings. And we can feel this on the individual level, like what are the things we need to do to get ready for those shifts and changes. And I want you to think about what happened to you during that time. What was like an opportunity you had or a glimpse, or maybe you had an opportunity and it feels like it slipped through your fingers. It didn't, don't worry. The universe just wants you to go back and build some muscle so you can expand your container to really hold uh, what this gift of 2022 is. And Jupiter will move back into Pisces in the end of December of this year, and it'll stay there all year. Meantime, how that you know affected the collective is, I think my podcast in May, at some point in the middle of May, I said, we're going to have restrictions again. We're going to be probably having to mask up or tightening up. We had a long leash, uh, May 13th, the day Jupiter moved into Pisces, the CDC is like, no masks, everyone, go crazy. And we're like, whoa, okay, there was no like heads up or like a start or like, can you give us like a heads up that was going to happen? But instead, we just went into like almost like pre-2020 kind of life. And it's beautiful and it gave us a lot of hope and we needed that. And we needed that warmth, that remembrance of what it's like to see each other's faces and to go like see live music and to dine and be out and, and travel. But of course, then Jupiter moved back into Aquarius, July 28th, joining Saturn. And Saturn in Aquarius is quite literally like the placement of social distancing, Saturn's restrictions, Aquarius is community, and Jupiter moving there really magnifies it. So what this means for us is from now to the end of the year, we can have fun, we can have healing, we can have all these beautiful gifts in 2022, but for now we have work to do. Saturn's like, we have to go back to the drawing board. 
we have to tighten things up. We have to figure out our boundaries a little bit more. So that way, you know, we don't want to live a life of like disillusioned, false, overly wearing rose colored sunglasses and, and not really tending to the root of things. And that's a little bit how it's starting to feel, right? By the end of Jupiter and Pisces, it was like, I feel like we're kind of ignoring that there's like things happening and there's like COVID still out there and there's Delta variants and like, oh. So, of course, Jupiter and Pisces also Pisces rules viruses. So Jupiter magnifies and amplifies. So, yeah, that happened. And, you know, I posted something on Instagram and I'm going to just, I don't know why I invite in, why I'm bringing this up. I'm like, so part of me is like, Maddie, don't even bring this up, but I'm going to bring it up. And I'm just going to invite us all into a space to just like listen and hopefully not like get mad at me or jump down my throat or anything. But I posted a meme. I think it was from like some feminist account. Okay, from Femislay, I think. And it was just these tweets, comments, you know, how people, news commentators, uh, certain men, uh, white men were critiquing and criticizing Simone Biles for not being a team player. And the memes were something along the lines of like, oh, funny how the same people who accuse Simone Biles of not being a team player are also not getting the vaccine. Like funny how that works. Okay. There's obviously a lot more clever than that. And some people DM me and, you know, some people were like, great. Yay. Some people were really offended and some people were like really upset with me. Here's the thing. First of all, I want to say one, if you're not vaccinated, like I'm not going to tell you to get vaccinated. I don't, I'm not here to tell people to do their bodies. I will say that this is a time we all have to be responsible though. If you're not going to get vaccinated, you have to still live like how we were living a few months ago, masks and six feet apart and washing your hands to the point where they're becoming chapped. And I'll explain why in a moment and what what the astrology and you know what that is, is showing us about our, our, our evolution collectively. But I really want to say, first of all, if you're not making fun of Simone Biles, if you're not using your platform to tear her down and criticize her, I wasn't talking to you. Like that's like people, you know, the some of the real right-wing news commentators, or there's this girl, I forget her name. I always purposely forget names of people that I don't like. It's a weird, one of my petty characteristics. <laughs> it's like in my subconscious. But there's this blonde woman and she does these videos about like talking to quote unquote fat people. And I don't know, her whole shtick is like being annoying. But she was talking about how Simone Biles, like not a team player, but then all of her other videos are like, you know, COVID is like fake and we all live in fear and sheeple. And I'm like, what? So that's first of all. Second of all, like I said, I am not a scientist. I'm not a medical doctor as much as this may surprise all of us. But my thoughts of, you know, how what our assignment is through astrology and astrology has not really led me wrong so far in understanding the context and the themes that we go through in our soul growth. We need to start thinking about other people. We need to start thinking about experiences that are not our own. We need to start making decisions that don't just serve us, but that serve the collective. Until we do that, we're going to keep feeling stuck or things are going to get weird or in our own lives, we're not going to feel fulfilled. You know, Jupiter and Aquarius is a time where we kind of go back into into science, into thinking logical and more detached. So I can definitely predict that we're going to have some scientific innovations, maybe some aha moments around how to tackle this from a scientific point of view. And if you're against the vaccine, that's for you to figure out like and, and do your due diligence on. But I do want us all to think about you know, how do we take care of each other? 
because there are people who are immunocompromised who can't get the vaccine. I know so many people, but uh, some of my clients, you know, are, are going through their journey with cancer and they're undergoing radiation and they can't get the vaccine. So it's very scary for them to go out and, you know, COVID's kicking up again. So if you go out in public and if they're wearing a mask, first of all, don't yell at anyone wearing a mask. That's their own choice. And second of all, just being smart and just thinking about beyond like your personal experience. I know there's a lot of talk in the spiritual community about like vaccines are created out of fear and the government's using fear mongering. Listen, I don't listen to anything the government tells me. Truly, I am the most like quirky bird when it comes to the government and on the media. I'm like, no. I follow my intuition, I follow science, and I follow astrology, and I weigh a lot of my own decisions for myself. So all this to say is just, there's also fear-mongering on the other side of like not getting the vaccine. There's a lot of the rhetoric around that is like fear, fear of what the government's going to do to you if you get it, fear of your body not be able to handle it, fear of women's infertility. So there's a lot of fear actually on, on both sides. So I just ask you to like, as much as you can, just try to tune out the, the, the fear and tune into like what's deeper than that and really check in with yourself. And like I said, Saturn is about accountability and Aquarius is about community. So we all need to take accountability and the time of this sort of like individualistic American dream, like every man, woman for themselves, that time is over. Like that got us into kind of a weird place in case we haven't noticed. So that's my rant on that. But I feel like Jupiter moving into Aquarius and having that happen, it was too weird. It was too bizarre. And I also want us to think about it too for the economy. I know a lot of people are really anxious about COVID and I know a lot of people are really anxious about their jobs and their livelihood. And again, just being smart about how we take care of ourselves, you know, allows the economy to be open and there's going to be some, it's going to be a weird rest of the year for astrology. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, especially this fall and early winter. There's going to be just, we're going to be challenged a lot. We're going to be challenged around like how we think about money and, and finances and some big changes coming about around like the work day and the work week. So I just want us to think about, think about the community, support local businesses too, always, especially during this time. And that's my rant and scene. That is a like 15 minute rant on that. But it just was something that was really coming up for me over and over again. And yeah, that's my two cents. I don't ever, I'm never here to instruct you. I'm just here to offer like interpretation of the planets and a little bit of my shared experience so you can digest on that and integrate it on your own. Okay. Sometimes I can be really preachy and judgy about certain things when I get heated. So I'm just trying to stay very neutral right now. And yeah, so that happened. Mainly that's what took the headline for me. There was some other astrology related news, but I really want to shift focus now into our moon report. And I really am excited to talk about Lionsgate and the new moon. This is truly one of my favorite days of the year. And this year it lines up with this new moon in Leo, which is bringing in the confidence, creativity, heart healing energy, playfulness, heat that we all need. Of course, Saturn is still there and there's still some everything this year is like, oh yeah, fun, sexy astrology. And then like Saturn just in the corner, a grumpy like dad at like a high school party, like or just like something you're like, oh my God, like we're trying to have fun, dad. So let's talk about the moon. Who wants to talk about the moon? We do. So the moon is our inner world. The moon really is connected to our emotions, our feelings, 
And by understanding the moon can help us understand our reactions to emotional stimuli. Isn't that fun? So Friday, the day this comes out, the moon is in cancer in the dark moon phase before the new moon. That's really like time where we feel really like going inward and self-reflecting, especially because it's right before the new moon. Whenever the moon's in cancer, this is great days to, you know, curl up and be comfy, be a little indulgent, take care of yourself. Summer, we move really fast. It's great to like slow down. And it's also great to tune into your emotions and what do you need to feel? What do you need to process? Is there something that like you've been bottled up? How can you let that go? And how can you also let it go and let it flow out of you? Like uh, sometimes we want to hold on to emotions because we identify with them. Moon and cancer, let something go. Have a good cry, talk it out, write a letter, call your therapist, and let's just get nice, clean and clear and under control for that new moon. Then Saturday, the moon moves into Leo, rawr, and this is turning up the heat. We're starting to feel that new moon energy. Um, we're officially in the Lion's Gate portal. We have been for a few days. It, it starts a few days before. And then leading into Sunday, when we have the actual new moon in Leo, I'm going to talk more about what those moon days mean for you in the whole like planetary planning part of the pod. So just, you know, put a pin in that. And then Monday, the moon moves into Virgo and stays there for Tuesday. And I want you to write down in your calendar, Take an action step. Do one thing. The new moon in Lionsgate may light something up in your heart, a vision, an idea, or just a feeling of being like really present to all that is. Like it's a shifting. It's a shifting from the heart. And you might feel like, oh, you know what? I have to do something. Like I have an idea for this next thing I want to do. Or I reach out to someone and thank them for being there on my journey. Or I want to make more time to connect into my inner child, whatever it is. I want you to use that moon in Virgo loves small steps, loves actions, loves like a listicle. So moon in Virgo, like think about some of the details about how you can maybe just take one small step, not like not stressed out, not the whole kit and caboodle, not a whole business plan, but just like what's something you can do after that, that Leo moon to ground it, right? We ground it in action. And then we have the moon and Libra days, which are Wednesday and Thursday. And moon and Libra days are just feel like dreamy to me. They feel like ephemeral, like fairy wing energy. It's a good day to treat yourself to a dose of peace and beauty. Bring harmony into your space. Let yourself be pampered. You can go to like a spa, get your nails done, or just like maybe play around with some new beauty product or get like, I don't know, Virgo moon into Libra moon days or like get rid of some old beauty products that are just cluttering up your space. But like you can really feel connected to your inner muse that day. One of my clients, we kind of tuned in. She's a lot of Taurus and Libra in her chart. And on Libra moon days, she would do flower arranging and just like buy some flowers and just play with them in a vase. It was very healing for her and it helped her with a lot of anxiety she was feeling at the time around work. Okay, so leave space for beauty, for dreaming, to light, lighten up, lighten, 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 beauty, harmony. Those are your key words those days. So let's go into the planets for the week, your planetary planning, baby. So the big thing, the marquee headline event in lights lit up like Broadway is this new moon lion's gate. So I'm just going to focus on that for this week. I think it's going to give you, it's, it's enough information. It's enough, just that alone. So first let's start with the new moon 
So 8-8, eight, eight, it's a big deal. Circle it in your calendar. Things are happening, y'all. Anywhere you have Leo in your chart is going to be heavily affected. If you are a Leo sun or moon rising, very, very, very big day. Huge, 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 okay? So this new moon, we know that always a new moon is when the sun and moon are in the same sign, right? You know that? They're like kissing. It's a cosmic kiss, a makeout session in the sky. And it really signifies the beginning of a new chapter and it creates a resonance. Like it's setting a tone for something new. Okay. So we're starting this new chapter and it's bringing a surge of like creativity, confidence, maybe even a little cosmic sexiness. Uh huh. Uh huh. This double dose of Leo, actually, the triple dose because the Mercury is there too this year makes it a really excellent time to embody more of this Leo energy, which is about being like bold, brilliant, playful, creative, caring, warm, active, uh, an authority in your own life, generous, regal, radiant, I could go on, while also it's a great chance to manifest more Leo type things in your life, whether those are feelings or experiences or things. And with Mercury at play in this new moon in Leo, Mercury is really going to help you communicate your desires. Your heart is like so powerful. There's so much wisdom there. There's desires there, but sometimes it's hard to articulate them. So I want you to trust the words that come to you this new moon. I want you to make time for writing, or you can do like practice self-channeling to yourself, like a voice memo on your phone. I want you to like give voice to your heart in some way. Say something out loud to a friend. You speak your manifestations, put them out, put them out in the world. A very, very, very important cosmic RX for this new moon in Leo. Leo energy, you might've heard me say before, Leo is really ruled by the heart and the spine. Every zodiac sign rules a physical part of the body. So think about what that means. Think about your heart and your spine, eight, eight. This new moon wants you to dive deeper into what your heart needs from you right now. I want you to look at the desires behind the desire. What's the emotion behind the thing that you want, that you crave, the thing that you can't stop thinking about? What's the desire behind that? What do you want to feel? That's what your heart's trying to tell you. It wants more of that. Our hearts don't always necessarily crave like things or to be, like if you're, I don't know, someone who's on TikTok telling me how they wanted to like manifest like losing weight or something. And I was like, whoa, I can't even like go there because I'm not, I, I'm just not certified in that area. But I was saying like, you know, in my mind, I'm like your heart, unless it's like to get healthy because you feel unhealthy in some way that you want to move your body more or just put more nourishing foods in it. Your heart, that's not really how your heart communicates. Your heart doesn't like want to fix you. Your heart wants you to be present and your heart wants to celebrate your life. So looking at like the feelings, the desire behind the desire, so important. And some ways to do that, like tapping into your inner child's joy, things you like to do when you were little or things you wanted to do more of when you were little. I did a whole episode last week on play as inner child healing, heart energy, opening up, having more self-compassion, uh, living with more presence, more patience, feeling more open to life and to others. And finding, seeking out and making more time for for what lights your soul up. And of course, rest. Rest is always good for the heart. And when I say this, I'm not just being like airy-fairy, like, like listen to your heart, everyone. It's important. Oh, your heart's magic. Okay, but it is. <laughs> I'm making fun of myself. But you know, my Virgo side of the brain 
loves to hear like the science and evidence-backed research. It's really important to take care of your heart, guys. There is like research that shows when we live in coherence and we live in more peace with ourselves that our heart energy is is strengthened. And there's this place called the Heart Math Institute, I think, and a few other places that uh, were featured in a documentary I saw years ago about the heart that talks about like our heart has this magnetic field and it's it's a hundred times stronger than our brain, measuring that through those like electrical nodes you see. And that's our magnetism and that's our life force. And that's like affecting our blood pumping through our body and it's everything. So when we live with more coherence in our heart through more joy, compassion, presence, openness, passion, we're like opening up our vitality and our energy field in really like physical and spiritual and emotional ways. So tune into your heart. It's so important. And then the spine, Leo energy is ruled by the spine. So this is the courage part of Leo right there in the word is like courage, the French word cure for heart. So now it's like stand tall in that truth. Leo energy is fixed fire. This is not airy fairy heart energy. I love my airy fairy. This is like bold warrior hero energy. It's like king, queen, queen energy. It's regal. It's not like self-victimizing. It's not about hiding that light. It's about like embodying that that inner love warrior, that lioness spirit and figuring out where you might need to roar a little bit in your life and like, ooh, it feels so good. Get that little king, queen of the jungle strut going on. So this is just things I want us to think about for the new moon in Leo and how it's going to affect us this year is, you know, we're getting a boost, this double, this boost of Leo energy. And I always say that new moon in Leo, I make all my clients and all the my goddesses who come to my goddess circles and all my baddies. I've always been like, new moon and Leo is the new moon where I don't want you to manifest anything practical. Like other new moons are good for like, yeah, getting out of debt or saving money or it's like, no, I want your Leo new moon manifestation to be something sexy and fun and playful and dare I say frivolous, but it's not frivolous. It's like the things that make you feel alive and make you feel like a little kid and make you feel excited for life. Cause guess what? You deserve that. You deserve to feel all of that. And the heart energy, it's so important for us to anchor in it. Cause like I said, we're going to be going through some heavy or turbulent astrology through the end of the year. I don't want anyone to get scared. It's nothing we can't handle, but like, it's been a weird year. Like there's no lying about that. 2021 is weird. Saturn square Uranus. It's a whole thing. So I'm just want us to be prepared. It, it's going to like the summer gave us a little break and we're going back to it now. So it's really important for us to be anchored in our heart's truth. Like I said, stepping out of fear, stepping out of being influenced, stepping out of judgment, stepping out of also the old way things have been like everything is changing. Everything is changing right now. You know, how we process information, our school systems, our spirituality, our food systems, our our work, our legal system, like everything is going through a big change. Everything's kind of up for negotiation to reform it. So even like if there was a certain type you know, parts of your own truth or your own spiritual practice that felt really resonant a few years ago, you might be like, oh, I am kind of shifting or I'm making room for a new way of being. And what I was saying too about Jupiter and Aquarius and everything happening, they're really in our society is that temperance card in tarot 
there's like a fusing that wants to happen between science and spirituality. They've been kept separate for way too long. And that's kind of, in my opinion, it's going away. Obviously, both of those things can get really, science and spirituality are beautiful, but they can get really meddled with by humans. And there's going to be a lot of people who are power hungry and misuse and abuse, you know, their influence to get people to be either in doing certain things from science or things from spirituality out of fear. So we want to fuse science and spirituality as we move forward. And we want to mostly move out of a place of like fear. Like it's so hard. It's so, so hard. But part of this is just being in our heart, being in our heart's truth and noticing where we're being really motivated and not being open. It's our heart's desire to be open. Where are we not being open because of fear? Okay. So this plot twist that's this new moon is it's opposite that wild and unpredictable Uranus. Uranus is like your friend who is just all over the place, who comes in for the weekend unannounced and brings like a gaggle of weird strangers and issues to your house. And you have a wild time. It makes you think and grow. But you're also like, what just happened? Like a hurricane blew through my house. And like those friends that like they're wild and they're fun. They're like on benders. But like, I could hang out with you for like a weekend, but not like all the time. Like you live like this. That's Uranus. Uranus is wild like mad scientist energy (laughs) meets rebel revolutionary alien uh so when we have a new moon opposite uranus we can expect some shocking news or something chaotic uh to occur perhaps or the very least we're expecting the unexpected on the collective level but also in our individual level and you might feel scattered anxious uncertain again you got to drop into the heart we got to find ways to ground down unplug, step away from social media, digital detox, baby. Uranus is here to shake us up, to wake us up for sure, because we all are being forced to see something in a new way as we close out 2021. Okay. I mean, close out, we still have a pretty significant amount of time here, but that's going to be the theme. So I want you to drop into the heart. I want you to pay attention to your nervous system. And I want you to remember that uncertainty isn't a bad thing. In fact, when there's uncertainty, it opens up possibility, okay? Uncertainty teaches us a lot. It's a necessary part of life. But probably my favorite thing about uncertainty is that when nothing is certain, anything, anything is possible. And it reminds you that you are this like infinite being of potential. Okay, so I'm. this podcast is going to be a little bit longer this week because of Lionsgate. I'm blaming Lionsgate and doing it. So that's what's happening, Uranus. Of course, Saturn is there also across from this new moon, just reminding us, like, again, <laughs> new moon and Leo is like a party on the beach. And I swear to God, like, Leo is Saturn. I'm laughing at myself because, like, new moon and Leo feels like a beach party, like a full moon party. Like, ooh, wow, wild, all these, like, young beautiful like people dancing like little clothing like living their best life around a fire and then you know saturn aquarius is like someone's dad in like black sneakers and like belt for their phone and just like sitting there like watching and just like yeah mm-hmm. just like making sure you guys are all safe and no one goes in the ocean and like you know we got an early day tomorrow and like here's some bug spray and there's this like there's a saturn saturn has been very present with us all year Saturn's reminding us like have fun, new moon Leo, drop into the heart. But like also we have to 
We have rules and restrictions and responsibilities for a reason to be accountable uh, for ourselves and others. And yeah, Saturn is just helping us build anew. We're breaking down to break through lots of moments, lots of restructuring systems. So Saturn just there in his dad sneakers at the beach party. We're still having fun, but uh, yeah, he's there. And Lionsgate, that's the astrology. And then what's wrapped around all of this in this like cosmic bubble wrap of this like holographic container of adding to the magic of this day is it's 8-8 Lionsgate. So Lionsgate happens every year. It's an esoteric day. It's a day of cosmic alignment called the Lions Gateway. It has ties to ancient Egypt, and it's been observed and honored for many years as this great energetic influx and activation. If anyone here is like an expert in, you know, Egyptian history or Egyptian spirituality or knows more about Lionsgate, I would love to have you on. This was just something that was introduced to me a few years ago. And I have had some of the biggest paradigm shifting heart healing moments or stepping into my own power on or around Lionsgate for the past few years. So I like circle it really big on my calendar. Basically, this gateway is in alignment between the earth and the star Sirius. Sirius is a uh, star it's in Orion's belt. So a lot of us, at least here on the East Coast, like you can see it very brightly in the sky. On this day, it directly aligns with the Pyramid of Giza. That's like it was built to align with this because the Egyptian people knew like this was a day of activation. Sirius is the brightest star we can see. It's referred to as the spiritual sun. And this is a day where they said that like just how the sun feeds our body and gives us life and revitalizes us. Lion's Gate is a time of like cosmic energy flowing between the physical and spiritual realms. So 8-8 Lion's Gate is a great day to honor your physical vitality and your spiritual vitality and kind of figure out, you know, what are you letting go of from your heart and your body and, and what's next and where are you being called to show up even bigger, you know, through your heart. And this isn't about like, you don't have to, you know, like push yourself or challenge yourself to do some wild and crazy stunt or quit your job this day, but like living from the heart it is courageous. It takes a bold energy and we need people doing that and just being open also and loving and being vulnerable. Like these are all courageous acts. Hello. But it's a great day to meditate on abundance that comes through the heart energy, like calling on more abundance from the heart place and that embodied place. It's a great day for heart healing, especially like mother, father healing, healing anything around like feminine, masculine energy again, like, you know, genderless of that, but just the, the energetics of it. And this is a great day to get in touch with your higher self, to get in touch with that part of you that is divine and all-knowing, not all-knowing. I guess I like to think of your higher self as the part of you that doesn't know resistance and the part of you that trusts and the part of you that's really transcendent. This is a great day to make a ritual to get in touch with that version of you. That could be through meditation. That could be through pulling cards. Um, a lot of you have ordered our notes from your higher self deck. I think they're actually like maybe sold out or about to sell out. Like pulling cards like that, like connecting in, dropping in heart space, just making time for something that's quiet and stillness to like connect in there. And then I want you to make time for like play and something that feels good, something that's passionate, something that's juicy, because that's also what our heart wants. That's like how we like 
feed our heart, okay? I want you to allow your heart to be your guide. Hello, goodbye. If you're looking for like ritual work, wearing golds, yellows, reds, white, um, working with rose oil, working with uh, Damayana herbs, uh, working with like anything, anything heart, you know, ro- your rose quartz, bust that out, citrine, pyrite, like we're tapping into abundance, we're tapping into heart energy. So we have on our website on Cosmic Rx, we do have like an astro report where I talk about some rituals you can do for 8 8 and journaling prompts. But yeah, get in touch with your higher self. Just stand tall in that truth. You, you've caught this. And the last thing I'll say is that. And you synthesize all of this. The new moon in Leo and 8-8 Lionsgate is really asking you to step into some sort of creative self-expression, to express yourself, to be witnessed. Big part of self-love is actually honoring yourself and saying that you're worthy of being seen. So I want you to think about, you know, how you can do that. A few of you have been sending me your hashtag sacred thirst traps. A few of you have been telling me about like some big moves you're making and wanting to show up in the world and be seen in a more authentic light in front of your family or at your work, or you're like getting piercings or cutting your hair or, you know, getting rid of some of your like really outgrown business casual muted grays for some more lively colors and prints. And I'm like, I'm here for all of it. I am here to witness you in your self-expression. And I want to see you roar. And I want you to tap into that royal version of yourself. Okay. Adjust the crown. If it slipped from your head, make time to anchor that heart's truth. I have a whole Lionsgate story that'll blow your mind. I can tell it in other years if you're interested in it. I'm like, I don't know. It's Lionsgate is a day. It is a day when you're asked to move beyond your perceived upper limits of your heart, of your worthiness, of your creativity, of how much abundance you do or don't deserve. And it's a day when healing can happen in these really like deep, like shamanic levels where you don't have to understand it, but it's like a, a cellular activation. Go on and roar, my baddies. Go on, rock those crowns. Happy new moon in Leo. Happy Lionsgate. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.